All right, good day, boys. How you doing? Goodbye, hey, good The same kind of people. Listen, I, I thought that we had to do another one this week, even though we've already done two, because I think yeah. that from our podcast, it's now coming uh, across evident that uh, we're the only three guys that can really express things with common sense. It seems to me that from the feedback we're getting, that uh, we look at issues uh, very clearly in an objective manner. Maybe sometimes with our own spin, yeah. but that's life. Everybody does it. That's why everything is subjective. People are liking what we um, do and the way we look at the issues. It seems to me like uh, whatever predictions we've been doing in our first coronavirus podcast and the second one, uh, well, it seems to be accurate. That stage one was shit. We'll never make it. Never do yeah. even a dent in the uh, contagion. I believe yeah. now that the stage two is in. My belief is stage two is another shit. It won't happen. Stage three won't happen. Stage four won't happen. So why don't we just talk a little bit about this? Because we need more common sense. Well, common yeah. sense would suggest that if you put a measure in for one day yep. and then expect it to see a difference, that's not going to happen. The fact that they even bothered with stage one, which you were pretty adamant about last time with SoCL, beggars belief. And now they've given stage, even though they did it anyway, and then they gave it 24 hours. And decided, no, that doesn't work. So when we are at stage two, I think we're going to have to be stage 2.2, 2.3, 2.4, because um, <laughs> stage two was pretty half-assed as well. I guess we'll get into that in a little bit. But it's still, oh, you can't go to a funeral, but you can get on a bus. Um, so it's still bloody confused. Yeah, well, I've, been made, I've, I've made my peace with it now, so I'm just I'm enjoying the ride. Listen, I, I think before better. before I go any further, our sounds not so good, but that's mainly because we're trying the self isolation or the distancing rule. So we three of us uh, sipping our wine away from each other. I just want to remind people, the two of you on the phone, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and Danilo's never looked better. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I think that well, the uh, this thing has been uh, spread like a Netflix kind of a seasons. You know, it's season one, episode one. 
yeah, with having definitely. episode two is going to keep on going, mate. So it looks to me like it's that virus that we're getting. Let's talk about no, the consequences of stage one. What do you boys reckon? Uh, consequences of stage one, a lot of unemployed people for no apparent reason, causing a lot of hurt, causing a lot of worry, but at the same time, for everyone absolutely scratching their heads in disbelief at the contradictions that are inside it. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but it's more of the same, I think. I think the, the measures what they're trying to implement aren't enough or fast enough. I heard somewhere the other day that, or just it might have been today, that the premiers are wanting to do it harder and faster rather than slower, just to try to curve that, what do they call it, curve the spike. Yeah. Uh, well, that's everyone's in the different types of things, Chris. Hard and fast, slow and steady, mate, as long as you get there. Yeah. We shut it down quicker. If you pull the band-aid off faster and get everyone into lockdown straight away, then the question is, is it going to solve the situation? No, that's what we spoke about, though, mate. We, we see Ellen and I at least on the same page that lockdown isn't the answer. No. We can't say we've been proven right, though, guys, because... No, again, we, we are going to be day. We are going to be proven right. And th- this is the thing. Yeah, yeah, this, they this, we will we, we have right already proven them wrong in a few things. The only thing that I see from stage one is that on the one hand, we stand in front of the camera uh, saying things like we appreciate the pain, we're hurting for those people who've lost their job. But then after that line, we say we're going to cut off more jobs. And so mm. I think that the stage one, that what I saw is a, li- a lot of lives have been destroyed. I mean, do you imagine mm. people who came to this country for like Federico, who runs Lumi restaurant, for example? He had dreams, yep. he built things, he worked hard. Man, he took huge, a huge gamble by putting his Lumi mm-hmm. restaurant right at the nicest spot in front of the Star Casino. And then it's just removed like that, just removed from him. The dream, the, the hardship, the sacrifice, all of that means nothing. And I think that mm-hmm. not only that is disgusting, but also I believe that people are, are feeling degraded somewhat. They have to queue up for hours. And the only thing the government could find is we told them not to turn up, that they, they should go online. But the old freaking online just exploded. Right. It, it did not even work. And then afterwards, yeah. I hear shit like, uh, well, you know, uh, we, had, we, we had so many people online. I mean, we, we've never seen anything like this happen. It's not true. Because when the GFC happened, the same thing happened. It's as if, like, you know, we've, we are not even learning or keeping a tap of previous incidents. I mean, if I was to run my yeah. company and every time there was something happening and I did not take make a note of that and then make changes or amendments in the way that I operate, I'd be broke. Here, the, the yeah. government just go about things and I'm really feeling the pain for them. But then as of midnight tomorrow, we're going to do this. And it, here mm. you go, some more. It's as if they're getting points, man. I don't know, is it Mario kind of game or what? Yeah, and are we looking yeah, to the wrong? But, sorry, Chris, you go. No, are we looking to the wrong people for the answer? I mean, we're put, we're the ones that put them in power. It just seems to me it's guesswork at the moment. All they're coming up with guesswork, and they're copying other countries that really also don't have the answer. Yeah, yeah, we're basing. I know. I think that's the biggest problem. We're basing our strategies on two hundred countries that have had zero success. Look, yeah, everyone's still got it. Everyone's numbers are still growing, and we're using, oh, they did it, so we'll do it. I think, though, in some ways, like, we were very worried when we left our conversation the other day, boys, for a while, and Chris, yep. that we were going to copy New Zealand. You know, the pressure to do so, the same as New Zealand was going to be too much. And in a lot of ways, with what the Prime Minister said last night, you know, they're not taking it as flippantly cutting people's jobs off, but the next minute they cut people's jobs off. So they're, they're sort of hedging their bets. 
they're, they're trying to stand out to the rest of the world almost on ego or hang on we're not going to be as panicky as you guys how cool are we but then they still go and get 200,000 people sacked so I don't think they really know where they're at but that fits into the whole narrative because no one knows where they're at yeah but they're this... freaking out because Donald Trump's about to start talking about easing lockdowns and, and that's yeah. not the end of the world they don't know if that's the end of the world because they don't know if lockdown's going to fix anything like if it's, he might be right but who yeah. we're still in a situation where no one knows so we've still still got to be on the common sense would suggest do not destroy everyone's lives on a what if which is what we've, we've been doing and is what we've yeah. been harping on about for a little while now it's one thing to try to flatten the curve but it's and it's one thing trying not to lose life but i don't think that we're really realizing that over the last two stages we actually have devastated many many more hundred thousands of lives than we should have and yeah. one of the things that i was thinking about this morning is it's as if like you know the bushfire is coming towards your house so in order to safeguard it you start burning your house yourself it's just crazy mate because when i sit down at the end of stage one those people who had to queue who have been degraded who have been almost driven to a state where they are a nobody some of them have never queued up at the centerlink Some of them apparently even slept in front of Sanderling. This is the question they're going to ask. Yeah. For what? Can we truly look at them and tell them that it was worth it? Because right now, I'm looking at it, I'm going, it wasn't. And, and then we have another. Yeah. And I believe we have after stage three and four, it's still not going to be worth it. So are we really wasting dreams because we're simply being reactive? We do all that stuff, mate, destroy all those people, and then the next person to die is someone who got off a cruise ship that should never have been allowed into the bloody city. Yeah. But, um, But let's talk about that cruise ship, for example. Right? Did you know that out of the yeah. number of cases of infections we have right now that half actually comes from overseas travelers yeah. yeah the thing that we have to ask is how the hell did they allow people from let's imagine the ruby princess cruise ship to disembark mm. and they said yeah they said that they actually tested a few people and apparently they they did not test the people who didn't show symptoms but yet before even stage one came in they knew that 86 of the people who've got COVID 19 are actually asymptomatic. They show no symptom. So why would, <laughs> why would I go and just test it, the guy that shows symptom when 86% of the guys on the boat don't show any symptom? I mean, the ones who are affected, which means you take 10 guys who are affected, you'll find one that is sniffing, having fever, and the other nine, the other nine show nothing. But yet, based yeah. on that knowledge, we still don't test everyone. Mm. Right. Yeah, there's something very, very fishy, pardon the pun, going on with that boat because they came in in the middle, or they let everyone off in the middle of the night under the cover of darkness. They knew they were doing something very, very wrong when everyone got off that boat. And that's what the states and the federal government are fighting about now. But the more I hear about it, it seems like it was definitely a state fuck up. I only caught the arse end of a, a thing last night that said someone who's infected with coronavirus will average infecting two and a half other people. So if you yeah. take the, the, you take the 700 people that were on that boat, there's nearly 2,000 people they're going to infect just themselves off that one fucking thing. So, yeah. yeah, well, um, that, that's, that's if you believe the two and a half, okay? Because I'm one, yeah. Chris is one. Do we count you as half? Well, if I keep working out the way I am, I'm soon <laughs> Listen, mate, if anything, yeah, they, workout, if anything, if one person infected, I think that one person who's infected is going to at least do 25. So forget two and a half, right? 
those people that got off the boat, they got straight into public transport and coaches and buses and taxis and Ubers to get their asses home. They're straight off that boat, straight into transport. Not only that, what about people getting off a plane, getting on into a, trying to get home, self-quarantine? As of three days ago, they were catching public transport. Yeah. And also, I mean, also overseas travellers, why are they shutting down all the incoming airplanes? Well, they have now, haven't they? Banned it last no, time. they haven't. They have banned outgoing. Who gives a shit the people who've got COVID-19 to go overseas? Yeah, leave. Get out. Get out. <laughs> Get on the same plane. Straight from your boat. Go on the plane. But there's thousands of people right now. There's thousands of people right now going through yeah. our airport. You tell yeah. me, boys. Well, I mean, this this doesn't make sense. In. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. No, none of it makes sense. How long are we going to be saying those guys? I mean, it gives us it gives us some content, but how long are we going to be saying this doesn't make sense for? Because every step they take hasn't made sense yet. You can get your hair cut now, no. you can't get nails <clears> No. See how they heard us like they heard you blowing up about the nail, the bloody nail technician, mate. <laughs> now see what you've done. And when you said, oh, I don't look at hairdressers because I'm bald, yeah. hairdressers are still there cut hair, but nail technicians are done, mate. You need to be really careful what you say. Yeah, but the hairdressing I'm now it's only half. It's only thirty minutes now the hairdressing salons, which is good because it only yeah, takes me half a minute. There's going to be a lot of ladies walking around with short back and sides, mate. <laughs> 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 oh, here we go. Or, or, or there's a lot of ladies that'll get found out because I know when my wife booked a haircut, she's gone for six hours. So we'll see what's real. Listen, <laughs> listen. I, I really, I, I really feel for the prime minister, right? I think that yesterday he was trying his best again. I think he confused a lot of other people, but he was trying his best again. He lost me a little bit when he said. We are here committed to getting everyone across to the other side. I don't know. I haven't seen too many government very good at creating jobs and showing how to build it on the other side, especially when you have savage and devastated everything on this side of the world. I think yeah. that um, the government needs to really sit down and have a look. What are we really doing? Because yesterday what I heard is our prime minister saying, with the virus, it's about two things, the health side, so which is the physical, the mental side of the health, but it's also the economic side. I don't know if the economic side is really something that they have attended to. I think if there's anything, they are just scared. They're they running the entire program based on academics and doctors whose only priority is flatten the curve. Mm. You know? Yeah. Flatten what and curve? still get paid. Flatten what curve, mate? That's, yes, we're going up a little bit more. But, you know, out of the eight deaths that we have, one is from the ship. We're doing not such a bad job. But now it's going to be very hard for us even to contain it because while every one of us is pointing the finger at Generation Z or the millennials and saying that they're selfish for what they've done in Bondi Beach, and, and all these rules that they're breaking and still having party and partying in pubs. Mate, why are we trying to reason with them? We actually, at night, first thing in the morning or all day during the day, we allowing travelers from overseas, like walking around off the boat and off the mm. plane like they live gr hand grenades. Mm. This is, this is so wrong, man. This is so wrong. You know, half of me, I'm a very much law abiding citizen. I mean, if there's anything, I, I want to fulfill my civic duties if I can. I'm, I would abide by any law. But the, other half of, but the other half of me is being heard by my conscience, knowing full well that what we're doing here is not going to do anything but just destroy lives. 
just to flatten the curve? Yeah. It seems to me that we're being led by people who don't have the answer. And and as we said before, they, they, it's guesswork for them as well, which is unfortunate. But you are right. They're now taking into consequence the major impact of the economic downturn that's going to be affecting more people. And we've spoken about this previously as well. I don't know how to. I don't know how to express it. But it's, what, what do you do? What, which way do we turn? Do we then go revolution? What we're speaking before? Do we continue the way we're going and just have fools run it? I don't think we're at revolution yet because based on what I've seen on social media and different places, there's still many, too many people think that crushing the economy right now is the right answer. Yeah, I, yeah. I get that. They still think, mate. They just they do. They you know I begged on Facebook the other day just from not to kill the economy until we knew it was the right thing to do when I shared our podcast and. Someone jumped on straight away and said the government's trying to stop the extinction of an entire population. So give them a break. So all of a sudden we've gone from the government saying we're trying to flatten the curve, which we've all agreed wrong, to someone translating that into the whole population's about to die. Like there's, there's still not enough. The revolution isn't going to happen because not enough people realise yet which is very sad. Another couple of hundred thousand people are going to have to lose their job before the inmates that are trying to run the asylum at the moment realise what in fact they're doing. And there was, look, there was a brief moment of clarity last night in the PM's announcement, which, you know, led to a comical moment. When he said that shopping centres were closed, I've gone, ah, thank God. Now you can't go to the pub and you can't go to Westfield. That is perfect. And one of his, obviously someone tipped him and said, no, mate, you can still go to the shopping centre. They finally made a common sense point and then he had to cut off the medical minister to go, oh, no, 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 sorry, I was wrong. You can still go to Westfield. I'm like, oh, you were so close to making one thing make sense. Mate, I thought I thought I was I was I thought I was sharing some good news for you. You imagine this: the shopping center is closed. I mean, how could you survive self isolation with Crystal at home twenty four seven, mate? Oh, mate, I had the kids for twenty minutes this morning, mate, and there was a TV remote for one head. There was someone pushed off a chair, and there was and I don't have it. I've got one sneaky bottle of wine hidden somewhere in the house. Is the only drop of alcohol in the Wilson residence at the moment. So self isolation is going to be a huge problem for the big. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and and you know what? I didn't even think about. Like I was talking to someone about it today in the office. We can't underestimate that I, uh, on a much lighter topic. Let's get off Zoom and going for two seconds. I don't see my family that often. Yeah, like I we see Sundays, but on a daily basis, I'm lucky to see the kids for an hour total. Yeah. I work with my wife, but because of the roles we're in, we're lucky to see each other for more than two hours total. You're punished enough. Like, I know we look. I know we talked last time about the positives to come out of reconnecting with your family, but Jesus Christ, to go from one hour a day to twenty-four, <laughs> oh, this is fucking. I'm on all of it. You've been also having an excuse that you didn't have time to exercise, so you have that time now, mate. So you can oh, mate, choose exercise with your family. Yeah, but Chris, Chris, no, you, Chris, you haven't been self-isolated around his house. I mean, I was next door to him for, for <laughs> to Cameron for a while. And his wife was screaming so hard, and the kids said, "But at some stage, I started to tidy up my room." <laughs> oh, I think it's more sorry for Crystal being locked up with Cam. No, I think boys. Yeah, boys. Here, here is the thing. I think we need to look at the facts first. So let, let's have a look at some of the facts before we discuss this stage two that they brought up. And, and do you know the way they talk about stage two? It's as if like, you know, they're building something. What are really the facts of, what's the facts of COVID-19? Number one, it's highly contagious, all right? Yep. Number two, it's about 10 times more deadly than the common flu. Number three, 
it spreads like the flu, whether it's airborne droplets getting to you or by touch, yep. or especially when you yep. rub your face afterwards. Number four, yep. the symptoms can be stealth. It means you can be asymptomatic. Number five, the elderly people and people who have a weak immune or respiratory system are most at risk. We know those five, right? Yes. So now let's have a look from those five. Let's have a look at now, not only their stage one, which we know, but let's have a look at now their stage two. What are they doing now with stage two? Oh, it sounds like we should all get on a bus and hang out together. <laughs> then, <laughs> stage two, no, no auction homes, no auctions, no a public open home. Yep. No, two, right? no more than five people at a wedding and 10 people at a funeral. At a funeral, <laughs> yeah. But can't go to the gym inside, but can have a group of 10 people sweating and handing uh, it out Good outside. Camp. Yep. Can get your hair cut, cut, get your nails done. Um, Home parlors, trade No, uh, by the way, you're wrong. We're wrong about a haircut. We don't need to be as confusing as the PM about the haircut. You can, no, you can. as long as you're yeah, in there for no more than 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's good for you, CL. <laughs> now, no, 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 no. Jealousy, jealousy is not very good. Thomas, Thomas has a haircut with a dust buster. Um, but <laughs> food courts are closed in massive air quotes, but you can still go to every eatery in a food court to get food at the same time as everybody else. Here is how I saw uh, stage two. You can't have friends at your place. That's it. Yeah. I mean, he talked a lot about that. You can't have a gathering at a barbecue unless it has a very restricted small number of people. What is small number of people? Yeah. Right. Can I just point That's out that I fucking made that announcement before the Prime Minister. I was right. I should be Premier of New South Wales. I came to that barbecue six hours before he told me I couldn't do it. So is <laughs> so so is small something like smaller than eighteen? Because we were sixteen and you had to cancel it. So so what is small? Going to the funeral, which is a very special moment when you're saying goodbye to someone. And you're ten, mate. Even the most hated dude would have people feeling for him so badly that there'd be more than 10 people being there. Oh, I so, reckon I was up for an increase, mate. So we have all of these numbers of people, but you can be 100 in the compartment on the train or you can be sitting right next to someone in a bus, shoulder to shoulder. You tell me now because I'm trying to understand yep. this. What is it that he said? Yeah, uh, what is it that he said? Um, Denzel Washington in the movie Philadelphia, I think. Explain it to me like as if I'm a four-year-old. Explain no. that to me. Huh? Yeah, so so no. this distancing ourselves, 1.5 meters, but let's stand against each other in the train. Explain it to me yeah. as if I was a four-year-old. Let's put there hundreds of thousands of people in bowl queues, all crowding to get paid and being able to live. Yeah. Do you think they're going to uh, worry too much about 1.5 metres or worry about feeding mm. the family? So to me, boys, so stage two is going to do that? this. Stage two is going to have even more people confused, more people having their dreams shattered, more young people who have just started uni, uh, I'm sorry, started work, who have left uni, being laid off, mm. more people who are going to feel like life has been taken away from them. I mean, at least, I mean, if you remove someone's dreams, isn't it a bit of life? I mean, how many 20-year-old or 25-year-old, 24-year-old who are going to be laid off from a job are going to go for the rest of their life always remembering the first year of their life, this is what happened. I mean, so to yeah, me, yeah. stage two will accomplish one thing, more devastation for no result. Here, here is my conclusion for stage two. More shit happened to people's life, virus will go up. 
Therefore, virus two, people zero. Mm. Now you tell me yeah, which side exactly. the government's batting for. It's not even a curve anymore, guys. It's a right angle. I looked at the map <laughs> today. You've got me hooked on that bloody cyclone. I'm serious. You look at the top of the line, it actually straightens to a point where pretty soon it's going to come back on itself. I don't know how it gets any straighter, yeah. but you're right, mate. Yeah. There'll be another 100,000 people tomorrow crashing their government website because they can't fucking run it, and there'll be another 500 cases of fucking coronavirus. I think we've got a lot of smart people, and we know these people. We've got a lot of smart people now getting into this flurry of fear and starting to do silly, take silly actions because of the information we're getting as well. Although that's very easy to happen. I've had that many conversations again today with vendors and buyers and people getting ready to be vendors, um, trying to sort out all the misinformation and who can blame them? And they and they're not they're not stupid people. Like no, they're not. Um, obviously they hide me, so they must be fucking dangerous. <laughs> but like some of the some of the staff, and and you can't blame them. So I've been no. more than happy to take their calls. And they started at ten thirty last night. I had a guy who I signed an agency agreement with yesterday call me at ten thirty last night and say, yeah, all real estate's boomed. We can't sell now. Thanks for your time. Now he rang me back and I'm like, you'll sleep on it, mate. We'll have a conversation tomorrow. I'm sure enough, we had a conversation today and explained what was actually going on and uh, things are all back on. But no sooner than I said thirty seconds earlier, but I'm prone to hyperbole. Less than a couple of minutes after that press conference finished last night, the Channel 9 political correspondent, while he's rattling off all the things that have changed in um, stage two, which is really fuck all, threw in there, and he's closed down all real estate business. Threw it in there, and it stood out to me like absolute dog balls, because it would. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck are you saying, mate? They've literally just finished talking. They've said no auctions, no open homes, nothing else about real estate. Not a thing, not a mention, not a breath, not a earth. And you, two minutes later, are rattling off their disclosed real estate business. They were his exact words. Right. How the fuck wouldn't people, even smart people, get confused? Sorry, How are we supposed to work it out? And then the fucking moron, while we're on the media, I'll get off the, I'll, I'll have my bit of that media and then you can go if you lost. The third reporter in who asked the Prime Minister after he spent the first five minutes had did exactly the same thing in the bushfires. He apologised for going to Hawaii and then a bloke asked him if he was sorry for going to Hawaii. He spent the first five minutes saying how much, and Thomas mentioned it earlier, we, we feel for Australians and we understand we've heard from you. And the third question, when you've got very limited time, is so are you sorry for hurting Australians? <laughs> how the fuck aren't we supposed to be mental as a society when they're the dickheads feeding us our information? So you're talking about the yeah. m- media 19 virus? Is that what you're talking about, man? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, are we yeah, fighting two like two viruses now? Is it the the uh, COVID-19 yeah. and the media 19? Oh, mate. It's a huge fight. If you can't let a press conference finish for longer than two minutes before you fuck up the information that came out of it, you should be fucking shot. Yep. My kids are homeschooling at the moment. I'm not that fucking intelligent. They wouldn't have fucked that up. Yeah. The whole fucking nation is holding their breath. Crystal and I had a moment last night again when we were listening, waiting for this, and we were holding hands because we're like, this could be it. This might be the time. It wasn't. So we're like, fuck, right, I've had enough of feeling like this. We're just moving forward. And two minutes later, the reporter comes on and says, they've just closed all real estate business. Yeah. Are you yeah. fucking shitting me? And if I hadn't watched the whole speech and actually listened to the whole speech and just caught that snippet, I would have been on the phone to me cancelling my own sale as well. Because, <laughs> so, <laughs> Chris, we got him wind up. We got him wind up now. Let's go. <laughs> no, I'm not, not going to yell and scream. I'm not. But 
It's criminal behaviour again. It's negligent behaviour. You're political correspondent. You are fucking stage two, mate. Number two means shit. Every time I go and do a number two, it doesn't look real good on the toilet paper that I've stolen from fucking Audi. You are it. If you're a fucking journalist at the moment, you are stage two. You're a number two. You're a piece of shit. Pull your fucking I think, uh, so, I think through that press conference that uh, Como did last night, he actually started to pull in the media a little bit during that uh, during that um, press release when they were using language like um, uh, a petri dish. I think one of the re- the reporters was talking about the kids at school and he used the word a petri dish of disease or something. And Scott Morrison jumped on that, which I thought was very good of him to say to the media, you know what, pull your heads in. The world's scared enough as it is. There's no use you guys adding to it by the words that, that you're using in press conferences and when you're releasing it to the public. So I thought that was well, very that, good. I thought that was good. Yeah, it was super effective because two minutes later, a black says, well, they'll just shut all the fucking real estate down. Yeah, but you have to also like, understand yeah, this, boys. Well, you have to understand this about the media, right? They are there to fight for their ratings. Yeah. And Netflix yeah. and a lot of other shows. Right now, they're beating Netflix because there's more and more people watching them every night. And people mm-hmm. are... are, are if they continue to do such a good job, looks likely that people are going to start cancelling Netflix and Amazon. They're going to be more mesmerized by the fear <laughs> being spread by the media. Listen, you, you tell me you tell me in the 24 hours in a day what they talk about. They talk about, uh, is it right to open the school or is the school closed? Is there any confusion for parents? Mate, they said it more than enough. You don't have to put your kids in there, but the school has to be open for people who are working hard to save you, like the nurses who can't really be yeah. home at the same time as trying to save your life. Yeah. They say these things, and then my, all day long, they go on to counting the cases. It's like every single time they have an, an increase of one, it's like it's brand new news. And what they're not realizing is that they're spreading new fears, fears for raising because the more fees that they get, the more we will turn on the television just to listen to them or to watch them, right? And so well, it's a, it's that's... It's a genius business boy because soon everyone's going to be fucking home because they're going to be unemployed and no one's going to have anything to do but to watch those fucking imbeciles. Mate, whoever's in the marketing, whoever's in the business development program for TV stations at the moment, well done. I sat there and watched The Sopranos or not. Like, good show, good show. Fuck but, you, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me, man. From, some, from the information you've been telling me, you've been watching not only whatever the Prime Minister said, but you watch even further afterwards, man. No, I switched off. After the, after the, as soon as I heard that, the just shut down all the real estate business comments, I turned off and went straight to messaging my vendors, making sure I got in front of it and everyone was cool, calm and collected and let them know I had a plan and then I turned on the Sopranos. Now, yeah. because of what I'd heard earlier, I was up till 3 a.m. watching the Sopranos. I think this is why the media is in the front row to do a lot of stuff. Did you notice how for weeks we never heard much about children? Did you notice how over yeah. the last two days they started to show people who are in their 30s getting sick? And today they started yeah. to show stuff about children getting sick? Yeah. Are you saying to me that yeah, okay, the but... are you saying to me that those young children are only starting to uh, be sick now? They they only actually activating their sickness today. Man. No, you've got to save it, mate. That's... They waited for us to get bored about the elderly. Yeah. 
and they're like, oh, Agbor, that's losing its impact now about the elderly. So it's good. We've got many different demographics of the population. If we just go nuts on them one at a time, we've yeah. got a few weeks out of this, I reckon. Yeah. And um, I can't be any stronger than saying you look like something I've just wiped my ass with, but um, it's... Oh, boys, 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 boys. I've got the television uh, going on right in front of me right now. And you've got the uh, Victorian Premier. Actually, the Victorian Premier and New South Wales Premier were racing for, um, how do I say it, for uh, for our vote, for our, what is it, they were trying to win the popularity contest. Uh, yeah, they're in a huge fishing competition. Yeah. And I, hope, I hope Gladys has got a Kiwi. No, Gladys, Gladys has now already shown that she's only a leader for good times. She's not really a leader in, for crisis. Did you see how fast she always just pushed the microphone next uh, to sideways to the uh, her offside? But the Victorian yeah. minister now, a uh, premier now, is <laughs> he's now taking the microphone and just letting us know that stage three is coming. So Thank he's you. now yeah. he's now beaten the prime minister. He has <laughs> he has now come to the front. Publicly telling everyone stage three is there. So whenever we're going to hear from the prime minister, it's going to be all news. Well, he's already said that the prime minister came out earlier and said that he's not going to make an announcement tonight. He's going to have to now. That's a fucking other power play by the premier. Mm. They're yeah, pushing each other's hands. It's ridiculous. It's fucking stupid. That's yeah, really stupid not even, you know what I'm going to do, mate? You know what I think I'm going to do? I might have someone else watch it for me and tell me what, what the announcement is because I'm not going to put myself through it again. I, I, there's a bit of, you kind of have to watch, given the position that we're in and knowing that I'm going to get phone calls and text messages if it affects our industry. You kind yeah. of have to know what's going on. But yep. Um, yep. it's... This is this shit's already going old on me, man. I've had the best, I've been in the best fucking mood today because you know what? Life's just a roller coaster, baby. But we can't change anything. We can sit on here and call people dickheads till the cows come on. Eventually, that's going to wear thin on people as well. Yeah. Um. So you know what are we going to do about it? What? What? We need to keep fighting a good fight. I'm more worried now about people's mental state. I'm more yeah. worried now about. Yeah, you're you're selfish now. prick. So what? stop it. <laughs> All right. Now, he, he, he is, then he's my take because I'm worried about all this. And this is why I say that's a fight in my conscience between being a law abiding citizen and someone who's got a brain and can think about certain things with common sense. Now, I've told you about the five points of common sense uh, earlier. Now, they, they're talking to you about self isolation. And every single time you hear them going on television, they're going, We really recommend you. Now, hey, hey, by the way, they, they, they actually now activating what we spoke about on. Uh, on our first one, now they're going to have the police enforcing some of these rules. Do you know why? Because self-isolation yeah. does not work. The people are not built to self-isolate. People are built to, commu to, to communicate with each other. You know, go, go, go and tell the young kids who are 25, 26, or in their 20s to now go through self-isolation for eight months. They're going to shoot themselves, mate. They're not built for that, and we are not built at all. It's very hard. I mean, go and tell people who have traveled, who are coming home, they're so excited to see loved ones, right, to go for 14 days of self-isolation. Come on, do that. So this, this is the problem. They're asking, this is the problem. They're asking doctors to come up with recommendation about social issues, social behavior. Maybe they should have gone to social behavior specialist to see how it happens. Yeah. And let me tell you, from a guy who's got 
no idea about social behavior studies, but who can use common sense? None of us, none of us respect the rules of self-isolation. None of us will go willingly into a jail cell and sit there for 14 days, right? Many of us will sit there and after 10 days, maybe because we've been very disciplined, after 10 days, we're probably going to look at ourselves and say, oh, I don't even feel sick. I've got no problem because we totally forget that we're 86% asymptomatic. So we sit there, we think to ourselves, ah, I, I've got, I show no symptoms. Ah, let's go out there. I'm just going to go shopping and I just need a bit, a bit of air. And here we go. Here's a live grenade walking to a shopping. You see it? I just had an idea. If, if Mr. Andrews wants to go and do his own thing, yeah. we, we need a control, right? We need a control experiment. The, the, the thing is that everyone's trying the same shit and it's not working, right? All the countries are trying the same stuff. None of it's working. So we've got, oh, I'm going to yell out here because I've got geography or whatever it is. How many states have we got? Six, five, five states and a, and a couple of territories. Why don't yep. we let, why don't we let, Mr. Andrews and four states free. Why don't we let a couple of states do it and a couple of states not do it and see how the fucking spike goes in front of us? Then we might know. What? I don't think the problem is they don't even know what stage three is yet. No, but I, I think they're still guessing themselves. Why doesn't one half the country? No, you know what stage three is. One I half the country do nothing. I know. Hey, Chris, you and I, we know what stage three is. All right? St stage three you is know simple. You get a haircut. Stage three is very simple, Chris. It's more annihilation of our economy. That's stage three. Well, that's, that's without a doubt. But does it look like a total lockdown? Is it a shutdown? What, what is it? I thought step two, I thought stage two would be a shutdown. Yeah, well, that's well, where you guys were wrong. I told you guys it's not. All right? But even, no, even three is exactly. not lockdown. I'm telling you, even three is not a lockdown. And, and here I where I, I, I reckon I'm going to go way further, all right? Lockdown is going to do shit. This is my prediction. Lockdown will do shit. Here, here is why I believe lockdown will do shit, based on those five things. So lockdown for what? Let's say some countries are now saying that they're going to do it for three weeks. I think the India just said it this morning. So in three yeah. weeks, yep. All, let's imagine and all these guys respect lockdown, right? Yeah. which we already know it's not possible. In Syria this morning, they have arrested people. In Syria, you get arrested for stuff, man. You, you don't pay a fine. You go to jail, right? So, yeah. so even though they are facing the prospect of jail, these people have been just pushed by their human needs to just go out there and find another connection. Imagine that everyone really respect lockdown. So what happens in three weeks? Well, in three weeks, there's no more cases. Maybe four weeks, all right? So now they say, all right, no problem. Then, but they keep on shooting at us with live grenades from the planes they, they bring in from overseas. What do you think, common sense, come on boys, this is a common sense question. What do you think happens to us? Let's imagine that we're pure. We, we've got not one single case in Sydney. But then they, the, cruise line, the cruise line that bring in 2,500 uh, live grenades and the, the planes yeah. are bringing in thousands every day. What, what happens to us again? Someone made finger from Sweden on Tinder. Um, <laughs> was in Sydney for one night. Yeah. And we're all fucking... You, you can't be serious for one second, man. It was a serious question I had, man. <laughs> Inga from Sweden on Tinder, on Tinder mate. Okay, Ingrid from Sweden. Then, then, Yeah, okay, that was a serious response. That's good. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> beside that, beside that, come on, tell me. What happens well, to our... Point. 
Yeah. So therefore, they, so therefore, their lockdown is useless. Someone gets off a boat, makes someone for a drink, game over. We're back to where we were. Yes. There's oh, no. There's only that's one thing I'm that saying. is not useless. There's only one thing that's not useless. So we because we're back at zero, it will take a few weeks before we get there, and they're gonna do this kind of thing. As long as, as often as it's required until we get the vaccine. See, that's why I believe that damaging our economy, killing what people have dreamed for, worked hard for, go to university for, because we have eight death is a problem. Because yes, yes. I don't mind you do this. If at the end of my lockdown, you fixed it, you fixed me. If I went to the doctor and I asked a doctor, for a remedy and he says listen sorry thomas we're gonna have to cut your ear off because the infection has eaten through your ears i know what i will look like with one ear it's not good but how would i feel <laughs> how would i feel when i look at myself in the mirror afterwards after the operation i've got one ear left and within two weeks the same shit just come back into my life nothing happened how do i feel yeah. Is it not? Uh, oh, got to go down a different path. Or is that for another chat? But no, but you, 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 can't, you can't say shit like this and then you don't say. Well, just... I, was about, I just had a thought that isn't it the same as we tell people chemo? Well, actually, no, we don't. We tell people chemotherapy might fix their cancer, but we'll do it anyway. And then, and then a lot of people have relapses. I'm just, I was just going off on a different tangent. Don't worry about me. Yeah, um, and, uh, hey, 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 did, did you see it, boys? When we were talking about them punishing these bastards that was trying to profiteer from um, from our problems right yeah. now, and those uh, yesterday he said it. Did you hear it? that people now who have bought so much of our sanitizer and toilet paper and everything, and they actually are sending it overseas? And yeah. I think they were saying Middle East and Asia. It'll be stopped at the border. It'll be stopped at the border, he said. No, 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 mate. He, no, the no, they have stopped them. They got them. They should have put their face on TV. Yeah. yeah they, they should have named the entire family. Yeah. We should have really known. Yeah. I, I know it's pretty radical, but that's, that's what needs to be stopped so that if I have to go to Woolies because after work, that's the only time I have to go and find some toilet paper, I don't see empty shelves. Well, we, let's do it. I mean, those guys, do you know, what, they, do you know what they're going to have in their journal, those bastards? In 2040, right, their grandson's going to say, I use the last piece of toilet paper that grandpa stole in 2020. <laughs> you know, I, I, mate, it's wrong. This, this is so wrong. But we're going to destroy more lives. And this is a funny thing because Netflix says three is coming and the episode three is coming up. And I'm trying to tell people episode three is the same as episode two and one. They're going, mm. to, they're going to savage more lives. And do you know what they're going to say? We are sorry. Let's start with maybe shutting down the right department first. Maybe let's start by shutting down the state government. Let's shut them down so that we can let the federal government do the right job. So that we don't have yeah. two kind of news in one single country. So that we don't have a premier of Victoria trying to steal the limelight by saying some shit a few hours before the prime minister, mm. you know? And then afterwards, let's shut down the media. Because, mate, there, there's, there's enough studies out there that says, let's not through, go through life with fears. Whenever you have fear, you secrete hormones that are going to really damage your body, Right. That if you can have moments of happiness and, 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 and feel good, you actually create good hormones. You don't have to create cortisol. But then they allow more and more media to just create fears in us. 
Doesn't make sense. That's not common sense. I said that to you guys the other day. You wish we're not in the position of other countries where the government controls the media, and for the most part, that's probably a good thing. However, in times like this, I wish the fucking government controlled the media, the federal government, because at least we'd get a consistent message. And I've harped on on many different subjects about shutting down the media, and you guys could tell me it'll never happen, and you fucking room. It still will. I still. I don't know. I still believe it won't happen, Cam. Yeah, probably won't, mate. But there's got to be more. If we there's lots of things that probably won't happen, and as long as everyone's got that mindset, they definitely won't. How about a few of us getting a mindset of maybe, possibly, we're told out a little. Uh, it, it won't happen. happen it won't happen. If Donald Trump can't shut down, right? There's no one over here with enough balls to shut it down. They can't. It's not possible. Yeah, but at least he comes out and says, "Shut up." No, do, do you know? Do you know what? That, do you know what it take? It would take the public to switch the TV off. Then it would they will start changing because there's only one thing that they did not listen to us from our first podcast on the coronavirus. They still not showing people how to sanitize their hands properly every day because not everyone mm. goes onto the, the YouTube or whatever it is. They, the elderly can't see it, yeah. so. They still not educating those shops out there doing takeaway on to how to sanitize themselves properly and how to really pack up some food for people. There's still no nothing to show you that when you come home, what's the best way of cleaning your shoes or your hands? What's what's the best thing? I mean, I was talking to a, a friend of mine again uh, today about the need. For him to stay away from his his father-in-law, who is 90. You look at people and, and, and you think, yeah, well, there, there should be enough information. They should know that. You know, there's no one really understanding that the the illness will hit the elderly. And so let's let's have a look at maybe how we would respond if we were... I mean, if we were lucky. Let's, let's, let's dream for a second. Let's imagine now that they ask the three of us to come up with a fix. What will be a fix? Because it's one thing for us to criticize them, but it's no point criticizing people if you don't have an answer, right? Well, just kind of oh, shit, boys. I thought I was alone for a second. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I just came up with a We need to go back to the old school way. I wasn't around then, but didn't there used to be service station attendants who would come out and fill your car up for you? Yeah. What if the same person filled up every car and people didn't have to worry about Touching the pump. I had a conversation with one of our, our mate Abdullah earlier, and I had to laugh, and I'm still laughing at the picture in my head because he said, I'm too scared to put petrol in the car. <laughs> but he also said, he also said at the same time, Storm had just come over and he was doing 50 kilometers on the, on the freeway because it was, it was basically a cyclone. So here I am just thinking of our mate Abdullah. Mm. He's too scared to put petrol in his car, stuck in a cyclone on the freeway, about to run out of fuel, and it made me giggle because I love him so much. But There's a fix. Have one person fill every car up or two people fill every car up. There's a yeah, that's, okay. That's a great elimination, idea. Elimination, great of, idea. elimination of cash. Elimination of cash. Okay. Elimination well, of cash. Well. Yeah. That's a, that's a good idea. Because who disinfects their money? Seriously, yeah. you get change, you put it in your pocket. Yeah. Use credit cards credit, and tap and go only. Yeah. One of the things that I think, my, my in-laws, they're already isolated. None of us actually see them for the moment. They are not, we... we We actually offered them, my wife has offered them the opportunity to come and see us uh, around Easter, yeah. 
but she's also yeah. warned them these are the things that could happen. And so yeah. that gave my in-laws the freedom to decide, no, all right, we, looks like we're going to have to skip it. It's best for us. So there's a, a need to self-isolate our elderly and the people who really are susceptible to getting this and succumb to this virus. So why don't we just isolate them? And they isolated, they isolated anyway. So why don't we isolate them and let all of us just get the freaking virus and get on with life? Because this economy after the, this virus, I don't think it's going to revive, mate. The way that we're doing it, we're freaking not sending it into a coma. We're killing it. There's no revival after this shit. Yeah. What about this thing, Theo? We, we, um, first time I started house for a 90-year-old man whose wife had passed away. And he settled in two and a half weeks and still hasn't found a place to buy. So he's going around looking at how how is that problem solved? He's not he's fit as a fiddle, he would he would run rings around you and I. Really? He, he's a great man. But how does someone who a nine year old who sold their house four weeks ago get out of the house in two and a half weeks if they're isolated? Well maybe it's not possible, but at least if what what if there's so many hotels. I'm not talking about the hotels that's got 80 stories because maybe it's not good for that, this uh, gentleman of yours. But w- what about some of those two or three level stories where he can really be there for, for a while, where we will be looking after them very seriously because they're in their 70s, 80s and 90s and require a lot more attention than us. And they isolate mm. and, and food is being given in a certain way, not, not by a, a, a dude who is contaminating the box when he is putting the food into the box, when the Uber is grabbing it with his hand, and then he's touching another motorbike, then another colleague of his has been driving to drive contaminated food to your door. Mm. So what about having something that is so controlled just for them? And let the rest of us just get the freaking out of this COVID-19. I welcome it. And then afterwards, we, we yeah. can just keep on continuing with what we do. Because I, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know how I can sit down with a guy who's just lost his restaurant, who's put so many years of hard work into it. I don't know how to sit down and revive this. Yeah. How do you revive him no. in, in, in six months? No. And that, that's looming, you know. I, I went and got a coffee yesterday from a, a cafe in Barara. Yeah. And um, the owner of that business is also Mario. a chef there. And he had two cafes co-hosts. Is I it Mario? He caught me out because I don't actually know his name. I, right. I, I talked to him a lot, but I haven't actually introduced him. We haven't got on a first-name basis, but he had two casual staff there, and he was busy cooking. So first day after casual staff, you know, you guys holding up, and I'm like, oh, you know, we don't know. Yeah. And then I just looked at him, mate. When he, when he brought over my, my coffee, he looked up, and the, he, he, the sadness in his eyes, and I just, you know, that's where I was going before, where I'm, a, I'm, I'm over this up and down and what's going to happen and what's not going to happen now. I'm just worried about people because we saw it, you, know, you and I saw it when we went for a walk that day. We saw the look in that, the restaurant owner's eyes. I saw it in this cafe owner's eyes. They've only been open for six months. Yeah, I mean, which, and, which, uh, reminds, yeah. which reminds me mate, of that movie, uh, I think, what, what's the movie, Scent of a Woman. I don't know whether you remember the line when Al Pacino at the end, he's standing in front of the school and he's talking about things and he said, I've seen a lot of things in life, I'm paraphrasing, I'm trying to remember. And he says, I've seen a lot of things, you know, amputated, amputated soldiers, soldiers with no leg and, and soldiers who just lost an, uh, 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 an arm. But there is nothing like a sight of an amputated spirit. And, and I think that what yeah. we're doing right now, the government is really Strong amputating spirit. our spirit, the spirit of our people. And you know what? We're a bunch of idiots yeah. because we are sitting there waiting like animals at a slaughterhouse. 
We yep. see we're seeing other people getting it. And you know what we're doing? We're having discussing between the three of us. None of us has got the guts to get up there and maybe I don't know, man, run on the loan of I don't know, maybe you shouldn't run on the loan because they shoot us. But really, what do we do to <laughs> to make sure we are we are not in that group heading towards a slaughter? Well, let's fucking take mankinis on and get down to Parliament House, mate. I'm with you. If you're willing to put one on, I'm Maybe I'll run with I'm you really because they shoot you first. You're a bigger target. Yeah, that's all right, mate. I'll run faster than you, so you're fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't have to. I'm happy to rise up. Right? Every, uh, I don't know whether it's good for business or not, but every video I put on social media at the moment is to do with my business also has a message to the government. I don't, I'm done caring now whether you are that politically correct to say that or, you know, whether you should be, um, going down that path, you know, with your business as the emblem. But I'm fucking happy to, mate, because all this political correctness and people not speaking out has led us to exactly where we are now. So. But we need more people to get in that mindset. We've got fight or flight, right? It's the most basic human response. Theo, you know much more about the human psyche than I will ever know, but I know about fight or flight. And we've got two options right this second. We can fight like fucking hell or we can be the lambs to the slaughter. And I, for one, aren't, aren't going to go down quietly. And I, it doesn't really bother me whether anyone's with me or not. I'd like more people to join and, and let's speak because someone will hear us at some point. And I don't care if it is a man Kearney rolling down Parliament House Hill. I've actually done some stops down that hill before. I'll do it again. But I, I don't know what everyone... It's the initial shock. The initial shock is putting is paralysing people. Yeah. You know, we yeah. couldn't see or we had that conversation with that restaurant owner at that, that Italian place in the business park. And yeah. he was paralysed by the shock of what was going on. Yeah. And after the shock... He, and, and sadness is going to come anger. And, you know, we said before, the government is very careful because there's a lot of anger building up at the moment. So there's initial shock, there's initial sadness, and then the fight or flight response will kick in and half the population is going to go for fight. And if half the population goes for fight the way they're going and they keep pissing more people off on a daily basis, I'm hoping and, and dreaming of, a, of, of, a, of an up rising and, and the people actually standing up for themselves I, I think it'd be brilliant yeah, we, uh, we had an armed robbery yesterday over fucking toilet paper an armed robbery so that's where we've gotten to by not that's where we've gotten to by not standing up for ourselves and not speaking up electing morons electing the the, the literates and the, the fucking highly educated we're listening to doctors on social uh on social matters when they got to be a doctor because they had no friends at school and had all the time in the world to study. They've got no social skills whatsoever and we're letting them dictate how society functions. Yeah. Brilliant. We need you. We love you. You save lives. It's not a thing against doctors, but why are they forming our fucking social policy? And, and it's okay to say it. If ever there was a time it was okay to say it, now is the time. Mm -hmm. Now is the time because we're all about to be fucked. One 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 so, thing, one thing for sure is that we're dealing with human nature. But you know, like guys like you, you're aggressive in your point of view, but uh, you're a nice guy. You got a good heart. But there's a lot of people who are anxious out there. That's their nature. And so those anxious people are the people who will always see the worst in everything. They the ones who will be calling you and telling you, mate, that we're gonna be in uh, in in lockdown uh, even yeah. before stage one happens. You know. So the, the, the reason those anxious people do this is, that is, is two things. If it happens, they're genius. They're wrong. Right? But if it doesn't happen, well, they were ready for the worst anyway. And so 
whichever outcome they win, and that's how anxious people live with themselves in the decision-making process. Then, in, in, especially in every society, they, they're all there, but especially the selfish people, they are about what's in it for themselves. And if it means, let's only imagine that there are people out there, they're employees who don't work in a restaurant and who hate people who are rich. Well, mate, they are rejoicing out there. They want to see people getting poor and having their dreams shattered. So that's why, you know, there's every kind of thoughts out there for every, every people. There's people out there who are jealous. So when, because they're jealous... They can't wait for more restriction. Those people, mate, they have already prepared the popcorn and the Coke waiting for stage three on Netflix. Then there's yeah. the, the envious people. You. The envious people, mate, well, they probably like sitting on the other side of the popcorn waiting for that too. And, and this is why we have all these things that happens. I mean, doctors, all they want is to see a lockdown because for a doctor, reduction to zero is what they want. And for business people, well, they're going to look at things like us. They're going to go, hold on, what, what's the economy going to be doing afterwards? Are we really going to put Australia in a state of a coma? I mean, seriously, when you say shit like this, it means to me you don't know shit about a state of a business. Because I've only seen two things in business. You either do well or you go broke. I haven't seen coma. And then, and then, there's, the, then there's the media whose job is to try and get the ratings just like the people on social media whose job is to try to get the likes. So you have all of these kind of people trying to fight for their own points. And this is why it makes it very difficult for people to have a unified opinion about what's the best way to handle this. And it's about the government to do this. This coronavirus now is something that is so big that they have to come up with social restrictions. Wouldn't that freaking make sense to ask people who are social specialists to sit down and share their point of view with them? Yeah. What's, we're, we're lucky enough, CL, for yourself, that we are aware of the hidden players and the Australia, the more lofty things that drive our behaviour under stress. For people who want to speak up more and be less politically correct and say, no, this is wrong, they wouldn't understand that they've got these hidden players stopping them from doing that. What's one thing that someone who's sitting there going, fuck, I'd love to do something right now but I just can't bring myself to do it and doesn't understand why that is what's one thing you could tell them that might allow them for just a second to pull the shutters up and, and um, stand up themselves a bit it, it depends are they doing uh, are they behaving that way because they're selfish or well, are depends they on the hidden uh, let's go anxiety so let's go we know we know that uh, you you can quote the percentage now because I've forgotten it but we know that the vast majority of people have anxiety is one of the biggest hidden players yeah yeah so if, if they have for so, example anxiety well what you need to be looking at is up beyond anxiety you, know, you have to look all right do they have children and then really you're gonna have to really ask I mean are they willing to face their fears in order to make sure that their children have got a better future what, what's going on man I'm, yeah, one one of us. Who's that? I bet you it's Dinola. Must be Dinola. Yeah, I've lost Dinola. Can you hear him? Oh, okay, me. Oh, okay, okay. No, he's there. He's he's there. Stop, stop talking about him, Ken. <laughs> so you have to give. Listen, every one of these people who've got their own, um, if you will, negative side. If you give them something that is bigger and and in terms of positive something that they look forward to, to replace, to counter that negative pull, they will do it, right? 
And so, so the drive to not stand on the sailing line isn't big enough at the moment, obviously, because we're all just following what shrieks through the gate. They're just hurting us into the yeah. Into the yeah, I, I think that that is the problem that we have right now in Australia. Is that we are nothing else but a herd of animals heading for the slaughter. We just having a bit of a whinge. We just having a bit of a talk to defend our own position. But in the end, we still will go towards stage three and four, and we do nothing. And me included, I I am a very law-abiding kind of guy. But there will be a stage when the law-abiding will no longer be able to reason with the <laughs> the revolutionary mind that I have, and and then at that point in time, then well, the government will have something else than a bad virus to deal with. You and I, and you more so than me, we've got enough foresight to know that what killing the economy is roughly going to look like. I'm mate, that's where I run out of ideas. I know what it's probably going to look like. I know it's fucking horrible. I'm happy to do more than just sit here and talk about it. What 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 can we do? You, you've called us out twice in a short period of time there, saying, including us, we're doing nothing about it. We're being herded, even though we're on this podcast speaking about it. That's not going to fucking accomplish anything. So let's go. What do we do? Well, let's use this social media medium that we're using and spread it out. Because if more people are starting to share our ideas and starting to lock onto the common sense principle that we go on, and I have no problem. You know, I learned a long time ago when someone said, if your idea sounds good, it has to be able to withstand the onslaught of other people's reasoning or logic. I have no problem if yep. other people's logic beats ours, because if it beats ours, then I will embrace their logic. But right now, yep. I think if we're saying that we have to try and get Australia out of this virus situation better, I don't see us doing this. I see us for the moment burning our house down so that the virus doesn't get to it. Doesn't burn it down, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think mean, that for me it's... I've tried to very, I've tried to very, probably without this long form, I one day I listen to the podcast, I've tried to explain to people that there won't be, this isn't going to end until we have a vaccine. Um, they just don't. It doesn't even get acknowledged. It doesn't even, it, it cannot compute in people's heads because I'm not fucking self-stepping over here. I'm not, you know, the fear receptors are, over, are well and truly in front of the logic receptors. And I just don't know how that changes. But, uh, yeah, I've said a couple of times. Now, are, you holding, are you holding a microphone next to you, mate? Because I'm losing you, mate. Or you must be drinking or eating oh, or something. Yeah. Oh, you've been so late. You've been so lazy. You just put it on your belly. No, it's not so funny, but I keep, you know what happens, mate? I keep looking up in the space, dreaming of a better time. That's what happened. Oh, Getting shit. Nah. I could hear it, but by the way the sound was going off, I'm thinking it's on his belly. Soon we will hear nah, the stomach. We will hear the stomach screaming, Corona, Corona, Corona beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 shit, boys, shit, boys. I don't know where we're heading, but for the moment, we, we are just three animals heading for slaughter yeah mate yeah but the helicopters around us they're hurting us in. but there's yeah, there's, there's good news there's a good news until stage five there's always a way out so i think we're gonna have to ramp up and maybe the friends who are listening to us should start sharing this with their friends and maybe have a look and this is what i defy i defy people to come up and destroy our logic i defy them right because if their logic's better shit 
I'll go with them and I'll join them in the slaughter. <laughs> But right now, yeah, I don't see it. All right, and and I see now the need for us to stand up and stop this pain. Stop this pain. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the same anxieties that are stopping them standing up themselves are the same anxieties that stop them sharing this podcast, mate. I'll call people out. You yeah. won't share it because you're worried people might not agree with what we're saying. Yeah, but you know, we're, the we're all the heading down the toilet. We're all headed down the fucking toilet, so you can go down the toilet having a voice, or you can go down the toilet scared of what people might think. But you know we're right because no one's been able to come to us yet and say you're wrong. Share the bloody thing, and maybe we can get an, uh, a few more people on board, and that'll calm your anxiety down. I haven't had anyone come to me yet and say I'm a stark raving lunatic, but we've had plenty of people want to sit there and be quiet and watch their businesses go down the toilet, watch them lose their homes watch themselves sit there and self-pity rather than rather than dare to be um, public about agreeing with a couple of blokes who are just trying to come up with a solution instead of a fucking problem. Yep, that's come on, nice. Bro. Come on. That's nice. I think the, 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 the fear of uh, going back to what we said before, the fear of the, the media is pushing those people into selfishness and looking for themselves, looking, looking not looking outside of themselves. Yeah. If so, themselves are ending up in the same slaughterhouse next to us, mate. Mate, I know that. I know that. But, you know, it's not it's not the old, you know, women and children first analogy, is it? It's, you know, everyone for themselves. Yeah. And that's the way we need to stop pitching that. You can go to work or you cannot go to work. There's a very good chance why the government's going, we're both going, we're all going to end up standing in Centrelink next to each other. But yep. some of us will have our fucking head up high and some of us will be staring straight down at the ground because they know they should have done more. That's great Who stuff, are? boys. Great stuff. Oh, well, listen, boys, yeah. the sound is not as good as when we're having a drink, the three of us. So we might have no. a look at going back there. But uh, yeah. I have to say the, the content of this one is very, very good. We're doing well there, boys, because at least we've got the courage. Even though we all have a business, we all work. Yes, it, this could damage our reputation with some of the people, the envious, the jealous, the people who will be trying to bring us down. But I think that they should not bring us down because they have an opinion. They should bring us down after they've listened to this and made a decision to come up and really show us a better logic than what we have. Because we will be the first three to embrace their logic, right? Until then, boys, thank you very much. We talk soon. Thanks, Bobby. Thank you, boys. See you, mate. Thanks, Bye, you guys.